He was a strange voice in the desert crying out, Prepare the way of the Lord. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we celebrate the feast of the finding of the great relic of the head of John the Baptist. And we know that this relic played a great deal of history in the foundation and the continuation of the great city, this great city-state of Constantinople. And the relic itself today is in the museum of the Kaptapi uh, Palace. It used to be the place where the Sultan lived. And I think he's waiting there for the return of the great city, Constantinople. Some say that the restoration of the, of the Jerusalem temple will mark the second coming of Christ. I think the second coming of Christ will be marked by the restoration of Hagia Sophia, the great temple. When it was built, the second one by Justinian, he walked in and said, Solomon, I have outdone you. This was truly a great temple to the incarnation. Holy wisdom. Hagia Sophia, which is the title of our Lord. And one of the first uh, sermons I ever gave in the seminary was about John the Baptist. And I remember parts of that sermon you're going to get today. That he was a strange man who wore strange garments and ate strange food. And then our Byzantine church tells us that uh, he is the ideal of the Christian, of course, the monk. Of course, we have two or three or dozens of ideals of the monk. John is courageous. He's not only a monk, he's a preacher and a prophet. But the monk's way of life is prophetic. We think of our example, John. First of all, he had his own habit, and it was the skin of an animal. And that became, for monastics, the kamalovka that we wear with the veil, and of course those things that we hold down that come down upon us. And the early monks, they had the skin of an animal with the wool of the feet and legs hanging down around them. Not quite as neat as what we wear today. So he, he dressed from what he could find around him. And not like a prince or a king, or even the Messiah who had a most beautiful robe to wear. He was not like other men. His birth was miraculous. He gave witness to the presence of Christ in the womb of the Holy Virgin where the Lord jumped for joy. And you look at the icon today, there's a chalice there. And in it there's an infant. And that infant is Jesus Christ. And the chalice was the wound of the Virgin. 
he pointed to the coming of the Messiah, and he still points, he still preaches, even through his holy relics, which are still amongst us. He did eat strange food. Locusts, which is not an insect but a tree, has large beans on it and things like that, but some say he ate insects. I don't know. I like to think about the tree. I don't want to eat insects. But the important point is that he kept a strict diet for his asceticism. Says he knew the body can only be controlled, first of all, in its passions, by prayer and fasting. And he was a man of great prayer. So my brother monks, today on this great feast, he's your example. He's your wonder worker. He prays for you. The man of the desert who lived a solitary life to point the way to the Lord. Our vocation, my dear brothers, is always to point out Jesus Christ. People come to us and they say we're strange men in strange garments and we ate strange food and they have all sorts of reasons why we do that. Most of them not the right, the right reasons. We keep the fast of the church plus and we fast with our passions as best we can and little by little we become like John as our passions die, our desires for the things of the world die, and our love for Christ fills our heart, so that we bubble over with that love in proclaiming Jesus Christ is Lord. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. These are on the lips of John. That is your proclamation of the gospel. In these days of the Ascension, we rejoice with the reading today, especially from Matins, that talks about our entrance into the heavenly kingdom with the angels and the saints, our life among them, a life with John and all the famous that proclaim his life, the meaning of the Savior, his beautiful words, his petition to us in his priestly prayer that he and we will be one with the Father at the throne of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Everybody, even the youth in the furnace, are proclaiming the Trinity. He is the only living God. And his Son is Jesus Christ. And he came to the earth to say to us, love the Father by doing his will. John did his will, even unto death. The death of decapitation and Christ on the cross, so that we may be bathed in the blood of the cross and the purple of sanctity. So we have today to celebrate, first of all, our example of holiness, Second, the cause of our joy in Jesus Christ and the fact that we are bathed in the blood of the Lord in the livery of saints, in the purple of royalty because we belong to the royal kingdom of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs>